Hi there. I just want to give a little quick, just a few minutes, quick introduction to the um, four parts of the um, labeling issues, the allergen deaths and injuries in pret a um, When I started this kind of podcasting or whatever, it was more like a casual, like I just wanted to quickly say, speak it instead of just writing because I wrote so much. Um, um, and I just started talking off my head, basically. I wasn't making any notes. I didn't prepare. I just kind of spoke from my guts, but it ended up being four parts because I kept forgetting important issues. <laughs> so I just want to do a quick introduction so that if people want to listen to it, <coughs> excuse me, you can just um, decide or whatever. Um, I basically talk about about four to five main points that are very, very, very important. Um, one is that before the first customer died, um, so for people who are new to this, two customers died in pret a The first customer, unfortunately, 15-year-old Natasha Edna Laparouse in 2016, and in December 2017, 42-year-old um, Celia Marsh. And Pret had several other people being injured uh, of allergen. This was hidden allergen. This was before it was law to start to label uh, the food. There was no food labeling, uh, just bits and bobs. There were bits and pieces of food labeling a little bit on the uh, on the fridge shelf and but a full, you know, allergen sheet behind the counter. It was all spread out all over the place, and it was really like, it was a mess, basically. Um, in a nutshell, Pratt really did the absolute minim minimum required by law, basically. That's what it is. Instead of, you know, everybody saying they are trailblazers and forerunners. No, they're not. <laughs> but, um, but so that happened, and there were several other injured, including a man in, in New York who sued Pratt in 2016, um, but he lost because, again, Pratt didn't break a law in the U.S. Um, and there was one young student, uh, Isabel Colnagi. She almost died. She would have been the third casualty. I mean, um, also in 2017, also from Sesame. Um, but uh, I just did these four parts because I kept on remembering things that were very, very important. Um, and just as an introduction, uh, if people... <laughs> want to do it to themselves to listen to everything, but it's basically the important things that I'm t talking about throughout the four, um, you know, different episodes is that Pratt had two types of labeling in place before 2018 when it became law and before 2000, excuse me, 2021 before it came law, became law, I'm sorry, mis mistake. Uh, it became law in 2021 in October. But Pratt uh, started to label, um, I think, around 2019-20ish, something like that, because of uh, the, the, the customer death became public in around September 2018. Yeah, so they didn't even tell us. I, I talk very, very substantially about this. But um, so they had two types of labeling in place before 2018, before the death became. But they're, they're very inconsistent, and there was they were not for customers. The other thing I'm talking about, which is also very important, which really dawned on me much later, like I, like it, I had to, you know, is that Pratt had pretty much almost a full year after the first customer, Natasha, died. She died in, in 2016, in July. And in June 2017, Pratt had a, a seminar for us uh, leaders and managers in, in the Barbican um, Center in London. It's a very expensive venue, yeah? Not, not in the main hall. And 
but that seminar was not about allergen or labeling or anything. There was not even a mention. We staff didn't even know that customers have died or, or and have been injured. So that is that, and I'm talking about. I described the seminar, and it is not. It was not about allergen or customer casualties and stuff. It was nothing whatsoever. The other thing I talk about, which I also find more interesting rather than important, but it's it's kind of important as well, is the difference between different CEOs, how they handled crisis. And I talk about the, the Starbucks CEO, how he handled a crisis so much so that he was willing to close 8,000 shops in the U.S. to do a certain training and losing 12 million pounds. Basically, it cost him 12 million pounds. Compared to Pratt CEO doing absolutely nothing when a customer died or when customers got injured, nothing whatsoever. Um, and I explain in detail what, what that meant. And then the other thing I talk about, lack of training and cheating in training and how staff are pressured to sign training material even though they weren't trained. And that is important because of a, a lawsuit that was that Pratt won with with Isabel Colnagri, the, the 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 other the student that almost died as well, and Pratt successfully blamed a, a low wage worker, and I explain how they were able to do that, or how that, what I think happened. Um, it's, you know, it's my from my experience having worked at Pratt, um, and the other one is the PR stunts that Pratt does. Pratt are willing, were willing to dish out millions upon millions of pounds in PR instead of closing shops and do training. So for example, in 2018, when former CEO Clive Shree became aware of my, my blog, in that night when he became aware of it, he made a thousand pound announcement for 12,000 staff. So everyone would get a thousand pounds because of a, the new purchase, the new owners. I'll explain in detail. And that cost Pratt 12 million. Yeah? Uh, and, and other things were Pratt kind of PR-wise, just marketing-wise, just threw out money. Not threw out, but, you know, donated money and made a big deal out of it and stuff. But instead of, you know, in, investing money in training, investing money in, in, in labeling machines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these kind of, these five points are really the most important points that I kept forgetting. Um, so I, I started off like, so I'm sorry about that. I mean, when I... Next time I'm, I'm going to do like a series on things or something, I'm, I really have to take notes and because I didn't expect this to like, you know. Um, <coughs> um, so really two types of labeling Pratt had in place, but they were inconsistent and they, had, they were not for customers. The Barbingen seminar, which is a really weird seminar, um, a year after Natasha died, Starbucks CEO versus Pratt CEO's handling of crisis, lack of training, and the PR stunts of where Pratt spent money on PR and on things instead of labeling, instead of training, etc. So this is basically what in these four episodes uh, I'm covering in, in great, great, great detail. Um, okay, thanks. Um, thank you for listening. Oh, and it's expret.org, expret.org.